Hi, and welcome back to the... (laughs) (laughs) Save that one. Save, save. Restart. Take two. (laughs) Shut up and sit down. Great show lined up for you. That is Champ Bailey, one of the best in the business. To have a name like Champ kind of says it all. You are listening to the Dialed Podcast with Matt Lee Graham, Evan Price, Lance Hepler, and Jake Von Duren. Pro tip, go listen to episode 125 outside. You're welcome. I got my cards and my spokes and I'm waving to the folks who are up. Dude, sucking at something? First step towards being sort of good at something. Evan Price for the win. Right down the middle! My name is Matt Legrand, and on this channel, we are always talking about biking, biking, and biking. Hi, and welcome to the Dial Podcast. I'm Jake Von Dering, and I'm here with Lance Hepler. Lance Romance here for your listening pleasure. In studio. In studio. I'll be your host today. (laughs) (laughs) That would be fun. No, I'm not hosting today. Sully's curves are looking mighty tight today. Look at the curves on that girl. (laughs) Did you put some hairspray in there this time? Well, no. The wax is just like getting thicker. You just is it the same wax? It's the same wax, but it's they're so long that now they curl up really tightly and nicely. So does the water beat up on that when you take a shower? Yeah. And yeah, do you take the wax out or is it just perpetually there? No, it it comes out in the hot shower. But lately, because I have a pool and a hot tub, that ends up being my post ride dip. I don't get in the shower that often. <laughs> so, so your hot tub is just there's some full of there's some mustache wax, wax in the hot tub. <laughs> oh, that helps the resale value, I think. Yeah. Remind <laughs> me to never go into your hot tub. <laughs> there's also very much chlorine in the hot tub, so it's pretty clear. Have you played with any other styles on that besides the curl? Uh, yeah, I've done the reverse curl where it goes down all the way to my jaw. How does, how's that? Wow. It looks so terrible that. I don't know. The curl is just um, have maybe just like a like there. like a hard ninety degree angle. Yeah. Have you tried that? Hey, no. That could look fun. Yeah, that could be fun. But I'll break too many whiskers. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> be very aggressive with the wax. Uh, Across the, the table from me, Evan Price. I'm already done drinking what what I brought, which was La Croix. La Croix. Raz cranberry. And as we learned last time, was it Tonku who showed uh, told us yeah, that Pamplemousse is, Pamplemousse French, is French for grapefruit. For, for grapefruit. Thank we, you. None okay. of us are smart enough at the table to know Which that. also, <laughs> La Croix is French for bubbly water. Oh. I just made that up. But yeah. <laughs> Matt, what are, you, what are you drinking? I'm drinking <laughs> uh, passion fruit, and I feel the passion as I mm-hmm. sip on it. It's uh, also La Croix, um, which is French for the Croix. The Croix. <laughs> So got it. That. There you go. Kirkland sparkling water, lemon flavor. Don't know how mm. that ended up in my bag today, but I thought we were done with Kirkland. I, I, I like. It. It, oh yeah, Kirkland. I thought we were. Are we boycotting mm, Kirkland? Mm, okay. They never send us a check, so I think. I thought I was grabbing a limoncello, but I, don't know, I wasn't looking close <laughs> enough to grab yellow. <laughs> I've got the polar uh, seltzer water, uh, black cherry, mm-hmm. courtesy of. What was Captain your energy Bondering. drink this morning? 
Did you have an energy drink yet? Uh, I I had a uh, a zero calorie monster energy drink at uh, at the crack of nine a.m. when I woke zero. up. <laughs> oh my wow. gosh! <laughs> <laughs> Retirement Retired is good. Retired life is um, good. That, that sounds awful. Retired life is good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I always am up at five. Mm. Got to get to work. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> Mosey into the other room. Mosey, yeah. I mean, my commute is a major pain in the butt. Yeah, but <laughs> it's the longest commute of your career so far. Sometimes you gotta stop by the bathroom. Sometimes you don't. <laughs> and that voice you hear, Matt LeGrand. Well, what's up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? You guys look pretty dang good. Pretty dang good. <laughs> cool. Yep. Yeah. All right. I feel good. <laughs> you look. <laughs> Since you feel so good, how about you backpedal for us first, Mr. Hepper? Well, I didn't feel good earlier in the week, so that's why I'm happy I feel good Whoa. now. You just have like a cough and flu-like symptoms? I didn't have a cough, but I had flu-like symptoms Ooh, for like okay. Maybe I should, uh, 36 hours. I like stayed away from people for a couple of days and went and got tested. Did you? Scaring okay. us all to death. Did, did you feel like <laughs> Literally they like to death. checked your brain for how, you know, For the, the a test? tapeworm? Yes. When... <laughs> Because I got the, tested for it. The COVID <laughs> test is like they go deep, right? Oh yeah, not they anymore. S- they don't. Yeah. They stick a swab up your nostrils. Okay, but they don't put it all the way back. They, not it's they, not super in, deep anymore. They initially they, yeah. did, and now it's not yeah. that deep. Because they used so. to check and see you could tell what you were thinking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was way back there. <laughs> My test was negative. Obviously, that's why I'm here. Technically, mm-hmm. you need to be tested again just in case. Correct. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I had a fever for like 36 hours. That was it. It was very fatigued did not feel well coincidentally i only rode 12 hours this week so it's pretty dang good my time was way too i down. still i still think that was a little bit of overtraining catching up with you it, i know i know Lance could have been tried to shut that down real quick when i said that but i was like if you had a negative if you had a negative test i'm pretty sure that that meant that maybe your 20 hours for five straight weeks was a bit much well i caught something but it yeah. was some bug or flu it was not the covid thank yeah. goodness so but we did have a scare there not but, the rona mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So I took a couple of days off the bike, and uh, I had a blast the rest of the week on the bike. I did yeah. some fun stuff. So I ended up uh, I rode with Jake a couple of times. Yes, sir. Um, we had a good time. I rode out to uh, Crown Point. Now that they've opened the road back yeah. up, finally. How's, how's that? It was beautiful, actually, because. The road isn't open all the way to Multnomah Falls. This is in the Columbia River Gorge. It is absolutely fantastic, glorious. It's probably one of riding. my favorite rides it is. in the area. In it's the just Portland gorgeous. area, it's it's the place you should ride if you've got a bike. Oh, yeah. Is yeah. to make it out to the Columbia River Gorge. And it's been shut down because they didn't want people congregating at trailheads and at waterfall trailheads and at viewpoints. Mm-hmm. But they opened up part of the road. Um but not the parking lots so they've okay. shut down quite a few of the parking lots but which day did you go do that um i, I don't know it was july 9th i have no idea what day that was you're when, retired you Thursday. Don't care about days. <laughs> i don't care about days <laughs> but when i got out there no traffic nice no cars mm-hmm. it was i actually um set a top 10 on one of the descents from crown point down because there's no cars you're like i'm gonna go the opposite lane (laughs) against traffic going 40 miles an hour with my broken wheel no i i got a new wheel big announcement big announcement i finally remember you picked that up yeah Mm -hmm. i got that this week and was able to uh uh Get it Let's all test. set up. Let's test this thing out. I actually went out the very next day and got a downhill KOM. 
because uh yeah i was like oh the wheel is good now i can go you've been going you've been keeping it under 75 and you're like not anymore yeah (laughs) it's 75 (laughs) so yeah i had a great week the ride out there was beautiful and back um started actually feeling really quite good uh yesterday and the day before so my my son came into town for a couple of days it was great to see him he's 24 uh, flew into town because we had a, a nephew of mine, a cousin of his, who was getting married in a small ceremony that was held outdoor in the Brush Prairie area. So um, he came into town for that. We had a great time at that. And um, I still rode my bike a bit. And You, wrote, you still snuck out for a morning ride before the wedding? Uh, I did. That, I, that was a day I rode with Jake. We rode like, we rode like 60 miles that morning Figures, before the wedding. Yeah. Yeah, and we and um, we didn't ride that hard. We only worked a couple of sections, but yeah. but we had it was a good time. We were just exploring North Clark County, which is beautiful, beautiful. Yep, but found some new roads out there. So and a bike park, and oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> bike park or skate park. There's a skate park in in uh, downtown Battleground. Do you own the KOM on it? Uh, I don't know, but we were on our road bikes, <laughs> weaving in and out of the skateboarders and. Uh, and BMX guys, and they and they were laughing at us like one yeah. of these things is not like the other. <laughs> yeah. Some kid was like, "Yeah, dude, drop in." And I'm like, "I'm I'm a, I'm an old gray haired man." I'm like, "All right, I'll drop in." <laughs> Did you? <laughs> well, I went up on some berms and things, so uh-huh. yeah, it was. That would have been cool to actually try to drop in on a road bike, except it probably would not go uh, too well. I've done it before on on really not, not the deep ones, but on the shorter ones, you can do it. I'm more comfortable doing it on yeah. my cross bike than on my road bike, but yeah. Yeah, well, you know, whatever. Lance also tried to get me to ride on a pump park. track this week, this past week too, on road bikes. <laughs> oh yeah, and there's like evidently there's a pump track right we, in the middle of. We Vancouver. were out on the. We were yeah. I was, <laughs> I was about to make a comment that we yeah. saw some pretty. We were pretty, last night. We were out there. Yeah, on some pretty watching uh, kids. We were watching. We were watching mostly but. watching. <laughs> but we did see a kid who I'm I I feel terrible. You said had a video. Deleted the video, oh. but there were some really, really. It was like this massive. How would the kids put it? Rad kids. Foot jump. Do they and still he, use rad? Yeah, rad. Rad. Rad kids. Right they term. were rad. Yeah. <laughs> You're not the only one at skate parks. So. Oh, right. They were. Yeah, we were. We were at a forest skate park. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, Jake and I were on a recovery ride. That's air quotes because I don't. We don't actually know what recovery ride means. No. But um, <laughs> yeah, there's. I found this little pump track out in the middle of the woods in the middle of a neighborhoodish area that's owned the land is owned by the city so it's kind of fenced off but there's trails around it and you go back there and oh there's a pump track and Jake and I were okay where was this so yeah I'm very interested now you and I have <laughs> ridden very close to this a few times everybody that's listening to this is not from there is gonna be like what what are you talking yeah. about but you know when we ride west and we're on McGilvery and you know that yip yip yap yap section is that that's the section it kind of it like if it's off macarthur yeah, if you go past Ellsworth springs area yeah okay we'll turn left there instead of turn right if you turn right that's the yip yip if you turn left and we kind of come back around through the neighborhoods at, well i'd have to show you, you yeah you and okay. i have done it but we've ridden very close to this and lance is like well I if gotcha. you go right here there's a pump track i'm like what what are you talking about and <laughs> we're on our road bikes yeah so we turn right and sure enough we we Find this little uh, forested cool. area, and there's like a pump track, and you have to kind of ride in there a little bit. And there's a little pump track in there. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, we had fun with that. All right, I need details because I'm gonna take my kids. Okay. They'll love it. They're like all about stuff like that. That yeah. It's and Ethan is 
at least as of yesterday, looking at him, looking pretty comfortable through some of those some of those little jumps. It's city property. There are no trespassing signs up in quotation yeah. marks, but there's a clear bike trail that heads there. But yeah, so nice. I don't. Yeah. So I'm pr- I'm probably propagating something that is illegal. Well, we have evidence on your Strava account. Not the You're first illegal. time. <laughs> we have we have <laughs> evidence <laughs> on it on your Strava account and on this podcast that you have okay. already openly I admitted. Enough, I think we have enough evidence yeah. now. Okay. Um, other than that, that's it. I, that's enough for me. Mr. Price. Uh, we had a very, very fun little trip to uh, uh, Windy Ridge, uh, which anybody who has done that ride before is the Mount St. Helens area. I had done the ride two years ago, I believe, with Mr. Hepler here. I you were on that this, ride. Yes, I was. Two years ago two on, years on ago. that ride, yeah. I'm not sure if Jake was there that year. And Jake I went there. last year as well. Yep. But I missed yep. this year because I had that wedding. I yep. couldn't be late to. Yep. Yeah. And it was nat- naturally a much, much smaller group this year and broke up into little groups you know, with uh, COVID restrictions. But we went out to uh, Swift Forest Camp is where we start from. And there's this ride that uh, uh, Mr. Beef Mountains has. Cr- I, I don't know if he created, but he's <laughs> kind of the one Beef. on the team. Mr. Beef. It's, it's Mr. Beef to you. Yeah. And so he's he's kind of the, the, the one the team who tries to set this up each year and make sure that that happens. It's basically 85 miles and like yeah. 9,000 feet of climbing. Yeah. So there's some big climbs in it. Long day. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, r- just absolutely. We got so lucky with the weather. It was beautiful. beautiful the entire time. And that's that that whole Windy Ridge ride is there's multiple climbs through it. But the the top part is through the blast zone from Mount St. Helens, which is I mean, I remember it blew my mind two years ago when I saw it, and this year again, it's just it's crazy getting out of that tree line. All of a sudden, you're just like barren. It's amazing, just nothing, and you're still like 20 miles away from the peak. Yeah. You're like that blast zone must have been. Now that blew in 1980, correct? Yep. Yeah, 1980. May, okay. May 18th, 1980. May 18th, 1980. Okay, gotcha. So I was not born yet, but <laughs> I think I was the only one not alive on this podcast. Matt, were you? Yeah. I was alive. You yeah, were a different three. part of the country, though. I was one, and I was you mean were one. as hell. Yeah. <laughs> I was angry about that volcano blowing. Yeah. Matt I remembers was, it like it was yesterday. <laughs> I was 10, and I actually remember it. Okay. Because gotcha. I, was, I was living in Oregon City at the time, so uh, it was an event I actually yeah, remember. That's a big yeah. event, for sure. Yeah. Well, you know, 40 years later, we ride up that uh, certain, up you know, ridge. Going, yeah. going for KOMs now instead yes. of <laughs> any historical significance. But <laughs> so, so we... Uh, uh, Mr. Beef had really the plans of taking this KOM that I'm going to forget the name of the race. Lance, you know the name of the race? There was a race the last like two years that has gone up that that same exact route. And it goes up this 50 minute segment of the climb, which is like once you hit the sign going into Mount St. Helens Park and then you basically just go up to Windy Ridge Point, which is the where the road ends. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, And then goes into a bunch of cool little mountain bike trails out there, too. But we going there, Mike, you know, Mike had big plans on like the amount of power he wanted to put out, all these things. So I knew it was just going to really hurt that whole section. It was going to be painful. I'm guessing you were the only one that was able to stick with him. Yeah. So let me, I, because there's a couple cool stories there. There's a descent going down into it. So on the descent, we all separate just a little bit. Mike's leading out and we hit the turn and it just immediately breaks into like, three groups basically and by groups i mean two person groups very small because there's only six of you on there were the only ride. six of us yeah. on the ride yeah and so nels decided no, brave nels martin decided he was going to stay with me and mike which 
we knew that there's a steep section to start. So we're like, we're just going to go really hard through that first section, try to get a gap on the KOM and see what we can do. See if you can hold it. Because we knew the KOM was sent on like a hundred person group ride. So we're like all through the little flat roller sections, we're going to lose time no matter what. So we're pushing very strong through that first section. Nell's held on for like four or five minutes, I think through a really, really, really tough section. Like he is fit right now. Wow. And he blew off the back recovered and then rode the rest of the time with Nate and Hatfield Hatfield. Hatfield. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Nate, Nate and Hatfield, which is great. Cause as we were joking with him, at least he didn't pull over enough to puke this time yeah. or anything like that. <laughs> he trucked. I mean, his system recovered. He was able to stay with them and rode great the rest of the way. But yeah, me and Mike just flogged each other through the entire thing. And I'll, uh, I really struggle with some of those windy sections because he's such an aggressive bike handler yeah. and just knows how to put out power through those sections. So I was helping on the climbing sections and hang on for dear life on the flat sections. <laughs> and then we got to the end and we knew that I had started about two seconds behind him. So we knew that he needed to get ahead of me. So, yeah. so, you know, let him go, go ahead. I think he ended up getting it by two or three seconds. Thank goodness. Or I would have felt terrible. Just barely. Because we, we had a shared KOM before, which was the forced home yeah. 10K which I took by one second. So I was not going to live that one down if he did not get this <laughs> let, one. Let That's some good it. sportsmanship, Evan. No, it good was, you. It was mostly, not. this is his, like, he's the one who sets up the ride. He's the one who planned it out. Like, he was giving me updates the entire time where we're at. We were both like, it was it was his KOM for sure. But it was it was a lot of fun. And yeah, and then, of course, I later that day get a unfortunate test me- text message that Robert has taken your other KOM. Not just Which taken <laughs> the Force Home 10K. They destroyed it. Oh, <laughs> it was, I didn't know about this. We're talking like, I think it, it was like 18 minutes, <laughs> it was, which is like, you know, a three hour effort or whatever. But I, if I'm going to go and get that from Robert, I will need all the help I can get all the, I'll, I'll need somebody to descend for me. I'll need Lance to descend each time for <laughs> me and I'll just be at the bottom and just keep on doing it over and over again. But yeah, that was, we did that, Fantastic. um, Saturday, which was a blast. Hopefully next year we'll all be able to get out there and have a good time yep. with it. Um, and, you but know, there, I'd love to bring the triathlon team out there too at some point. But so. There were like four or five of us that all mm-hmm. wanted to do that, but had life things that we yeah. couldn't miss. Yeah. So. Yeah. So hopefully there'll be another group that goes out to another small group that goes out. Um, and yeah, outside of that, it was Sunday <laughs> happened. No, no. I rode with David Goodman, which is always fun. And then, Oh, I saw Ran him on a treadmill. Yeah, I saw him that morning. Yeah, when he was on the way to yeah, nice you. long ride. Yeah, he's got some good fitness right now. I was picking up, up. Yeah, I was picking up the newspaper from the that's uh, what he told from me from the yeah. end of the driveway, yeah. and I'm like, oh, that's I was, what he on, told the, me. I was like, on the e-bike. He's like, that's, he was like, do you know how lazy Lance is? I was like, what? He was like, he took an e-bike to pick up his newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I ride it down my driveway, pick up the newspaper, and then ride the e-bike and back up the driveway. If you, and if you guys think Lance's driveway is long, you're wrong. It's oh, not. it's not. That's you're not getting a quarter mile anyway. No, go back and forth. It's no just way. as much effort to walk out to the garage to get the e-bike. Yeah, as it is to walk yeah. Down. but it's way fun to ride the e-bike. It probably is. They <laughs> probably is. It probably is. Yeah. Hey, real quick, going back to your ride, was it yeah. the uh, the NF99 to Windy Ridge. Windy Ridge? That was the one that you guys were trying to get. Fifty minutes, almost on the dot. Um. I'm looking through his stuff here. Where is that? Huh. It'll be a 50-minute segment. 
There were a couple other KOMs I got on the way. Got oh, yeah. The NF99 up to Windy Ridge. Yeah, it was 50 minutes yep. and 48 seconds. I just yep. wanted to check on that to see how he finished up overall. Drum roll, please. Oh, nobody better have taken that in the last 48 hours, or he's not going to be happy. <laughs> that would be just his luck if that were to happen. It would take a monster effort, though. That was a lot of work. Puts big efforts into so many things, and sometimes it just doesn't work out the way that he had hoped. No. So he – here it is. Sorry. I'm pulling this up. And why – there it goes. So you are second overall. Yep. He finished at 50 minutes and 48 seconds. Yep. And then you finished at 50 minutes and 51 seconds. Yeah. In the number three person that he had been going back and forth with. Now, hadn't yeah. this happened for a couple of years? Where this has been- happened the last two years, I think. Yeah, because that guy has gone and taken it back from him on the day that this race apparently happens each time. Yeah. So, I think yeah. it's actually, I think it's, it's not actually a race. It's like I think it's more a like fondo. a fondo. I think it's technically thing. a fondo. Like, the pedal to Pinchot? Is that no, it? No, no, that no. It? It's something else. Uh, it's something Sky. It, it it has like Sky in the name, I think. I'm not something. familiar with not it. Tour de Blast. No, that's on the other no, side of Mount that's St. That's on the other Helens. side. That's on the other side. Yeah, that's so, the north side of Mount St. Helens. So, this is the south side. So you guys yeah. took down Dieter Fox and Mike got him by a minute and thirteen seconds. Thirteen. Yep. Yeah. Good for him. Yep. That's a big. It big was step. a good effort. Yeah. That guy's probably going. Dang it. <laughs> I know. Oh, and the story I do have to tell because my guy, she did want me to tell this on the podcast. So then on the way back from that big descent that you do down to N, what is it, N99 or something, Yeah. Um, once you turn off that, there's this basically what on your way back is a long like 30-so minute climb all the way back up that descent you just did, uh-huh. which is reasonably probably a tougher climb than the actual up to Windy Ridge just because it's steady the entire yeah, time. Yeah. So on that segment, Mike let me get away, and I think I ended up taking that KOM. And um, him and Nels hooked up and were riding together. I jokingly am on the side of the road telling them where the finish line is, which is this sign. Uh Mike misjudges it and sprints early thinking that he's just coming straight to me, and I'm pointing at the sign. So he has to turn, sprint again. Nels is on him, and Nels out-sprints his second sprint. (laughs) Which I was not going to let Mike live down. Mike wanted me to clarify that I changed the finish line, though. He wanted me to be very clear that the finish line was changed. I'm still going to give that one to Nels, though. Good job, Nels. Which was impressive, because I was like four hours into the ride. Nels was producing more watts than I'm sure I can put out in one moment, for sure. The race is called the High Pass Challenge. That's what it was, the High Pass Challenge. The High Pass Challenge. It actually starts on the other side of the mountain, but it goes up that one mm-hmm. same climb to Windy Ridge and yep. and all the way back. Yep. Yeah. Well, just looking at your guys' ride profile, I think I need to go take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of work. Cassie made it through the entire that that's her biggest ride this year and she made it through the whole thing with Mike Stats. Hey, yeah. That's cool. Whole Good thing. Job. Yeah. Awesome. She was tired after. A lot of salty sweat for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Matt. I got nothing for a backpedal. I don't have a bike right now. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working on getting a bike and then I will have back backpedal goodness for you guys but you're shooting bow and arrows in your backyard uh, bow and arrows i swam a whole yeah. bunch did some pool swimming and uh running a, a little bit i did pass you on the bike while you were going for a yeah, run a little, i saw you for little. about like 0.5 seconds yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i've been hey, running hey. i've been running a little bit you know um ethan is my oldest kid and he did another seven miler on sunday it was great sweet yep cool so. uh my backpedal real quick not too exciting um i was bummed i I was going to have a good week. I was going to be at almost 10 hours, and mm-hmm. I had it in my brain and on my schedule that I'm going to go ride yesterday. I got up at something, I was like 6 o'clock in the morning, did a couple things, and then started doing yard work, probably like 7-ish, 15-ish. 
I didn't stop working yesterday yeah. on yard and family and errands and all that stuff until nine o'clock at night. Oh boy. I didn't get a ride yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> it was ride the first Sunday that I've missed in a while. So that kind of stunk, but uh, it was a good week. Otherwise, um, I only had one downside of the whole weekend that was having to ride on the trainer once because this guy across the table put me on PT purgatory. Yeah. <laughs> we decided that back to back outdoor days is probably not a wonderful yeah, idea so. right now. Yeah, yeah. And then missing yesterday on the bike probably wasn't a bad thing. So it kind of yeah. fell into your protocol. That was one thing that yeah. I kept telling myself, well, Evan would be okay with this. Well, because you were could. outside Saturday, right? I was. I yeah. rode with with Lance. Yeah. We uh, mm. we got a few hours on the bike there. And then um, yeah. I did. <laughs> skate park. <laughs> I did. I guess I did what was my last dike ride on the, the Washougal Dike. Yeah. Dike's, oh, yeah. Dike's oh, closed. It's closed up now? It's closed. it's closed. We get to talk about another Eternal King today. <laughs> we should have updates on there will be segments that segments disappear. Segments that will no yeah. longer uh, be Which means around. There's, there's now an Eternal King and Queen that will never be dethroned <laughs> on right. Strava. That's the best. Yeah. That's how I have a couple. Race, <laughs> race results are very temporary, guys, yeah. but but Strava. Strava forever. is forever. It is. need an aqua bike. Are they changing the... I, I think they're just closing so, off part of it. No, so okay, it's just the very like last mile of it or so. Okay, they gotcha. are they're it. actually removing part of the dike to restore the natural floodplain of the area. Okay, the dike was blocking right. uh, a natural wetlands area. Yeah, and they're removing the dike and changing the path to a. Uh, further north so that the floodplain will return when the area floods. I have Conspiracy Theory Monday here. Dustin yeah. Shockin got in contact with the state <laughs> of Washington got, yeah, <laughs> and said, I need you to come up with some reason. Somebody? I need you to come up with a reason to move uh, this road back. <laughs> so. so they have a fence up there. You rode out and saw that? I didn't. No. Oh. It was uh, Jose Torres' teammate rode out there to the fence and Ooh. took a picture. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. But the fence is up keeping you from going any further. Yeah. Yeah, that stinks. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I did my last uh, last drive out there on Tuesday with Sean, the Tuesday gravel day, the day that you were sick, so you would have normally come out and done I that I would ride. have come, but I laid in bed. <laughs> 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 and then uh, just a, a couple other little rides in the course of the week. It was nothing fantastic, nothing like crazy. Oh, I did lake laps. I did three laps, laps around the lake. <laughs> that, that's kind of a fun oh, thing. Oh, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. So How's your shoulder feeling? It's all right. It's It's... Like the more time that goes by, the more it, it calmed down. It feels. I yeah. still have mm-hmm. issues with it in certain ranges, or when I'm applying certain forces or pressures to it. But you know, I was able to do most of my yard work this past weekend, and and it didn't like cause me an excruciating pain. There was definitely moments of like you know instability or like weakness or pain mm-hmm. and whatnot. But you just learn how to work around it and kind of make the best of it, I guess. But it's uh, it's I, I'd have to say that it feels better than than I would have anticipated or than it did well before the surgery yeah. so any commuting to the to the dialed lab here i may have commuted on a bike this morning oh, oh. really yeah nice it's over there right over that there you usually just have it. so much to care well oh yeah are you, are you an e-bike commute? On, on the e-bike yeah, yeah. I, are we counting e-bikes towards your total total hour time i worked a little bit today i didn't I have it sure. on i didn't so have it on boost mode the whole time does so that count towards your 10 hours what are you gonna how do you feel like you're gonna um, I don't That'll know. bump you over I 10 hours. I, I, I logged it as an yeah. e-bike ride, and I logged it as a commute, so I don't know how that falls into the oh, whole training. Oh, that's a good question. Does that like actually go? Plan or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. No, it doesn't. I, I, I guess if you were to ask me, does that count towards your goal of 10 hours a week? No. But the, the e-bike caps out at 20 miles an hour. Oh, yeah. So as soon as you get over 20 miles an hour, it's on you. And yeah. I was trying to hold, like, you know, 22 on the flats, and some of the downhill stuff, you're just kind of like, wee. That bike is way too small for you. 
No, isn't it? No, uh, the seat's too low, but um, it's actually not bad. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the the seat's about... And I That's I, I originally I, put it a little bit higher, and I was going to be more in my more normal, aggressive position. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm just going to keep it down a little bit. Totally. Just kind of slow down and relax and kind of treat a little bit more of like a cruiser. Yeah. Halfway here, I'm like, I wish it was up a little bit more. Yeah. And, and I have that ability to do that, but... I rode that one. It was awesome. Yeah, it's so much fun to ride. Yeah, it's a cool bike. Yeah. So that was... That was my commute in this morning, which was kind of neat because it took me, I think it was like six and a half or seven more minutes to get here on the e-bike than it did to drive. Really? That's it. I mean, that makes sense because you think about the stoplights that you got to hit on the way there. You're making up time in between each of those. Yeah. Yeah. What what route is, which route do you take? Is there, do you have a safe back way or something? Uh, No, just, uh, we'll come down Lake and then kind of drop down over there by the golf course and then kind of pop up and take 18th um, all the way here. There's a couple spots of traffic. It's a little bit bad. You can kind of cut into some neighborhoods if you didn't right. want to deal with that stuff. But there's a pretty good bike lane on, on 18th all the way here. There so is. Yeah. There's um, a very good bike lane there. Yeah. So that was fun. I showed up to That's work solid. today, had a smile on my face. My legs yeah. were like a little like, you know, peppy because, you know, just kind of like, it's kind of like an active recovery ride. Yeah. It was nice. Yeah. So oh, that, bike just, that bike just makes me smile every time I ride it. And that logs up the miles. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. So... Anyway, let's stop yammering about this stuff. Let's move on to some more important stuff. Super important stuff. Super mm-hmm. important stuff like Patreon stuff, you guys. We've got a new Patreon. Yeah. Mr. Mike Back. Welcome to the Patreon Mike team, back. buddy. Back. That is awesome. Athlete. Thank you. Thank yes. you, Mike. That's fantastic. <laughs> I wonder, we need to keep a scoreboard on Patreon cyclists versus triathletes. Oh, yeah. We're at? Triathletes are crushing it. How many? Are, we're <laughs> right, two or three for triathletes no, now? All of them. Just all of them. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, hear this? Hear that yeah, noise? Someone's gonna win. We're gonna do a drawing, you guys, <laughs> as promised. Who wants to pull the name out of here? Well, Lance, like this well, is one of those, like, Lance has been sick, so he probably should. Let's do, do, do Matt. Matt's right. gonna pull a name out. We of here. You can't like see; they're all folded up. We have I've no got, idea. I've got. I'm pretty much covered in chlorine. So, <laughs> who is it? Tonk. 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 Is, nice. is Tonk allowed to win? <laughs> he always. Yeah, he's a, he's oh, a patron yeah. now. Oh, he's yeah. Tonk. He's Tonk. I guess he's, he could win. How does he yeah. always win stuff? That guy's got like she a rabbit's foot in his back she pocket. He does. Yep. Well, Tonk, you, my friend, get to choose between a dialed buff or a Zwift water bottle. Ooh, go Zwift water bottle. <laughs> go Zwift <laughs> water bottle. Has, he probably <laughs> has a buff already. Yeah, those Zwift water bottles are actually pretty buff, nice. Yeah. Those are those purest water bottles. Yeah, they're yeah. nice. They're nice. Pretty those nice. Are good. Orange. Team colors, you know, it's kind of cool. So Tom, so, Swift is naturally team colors. It works out nicely. <laughs> Tom, I gotta, I gotta ship some stuff to him anyway, so I can just add oh, that in nice. there. So Tonk, when you hear this, Perfect. you just let me know what it is that you want, and we'll put it in that little package that's coming out your way. I think it was Sweet. like break package and a couple of little so things. So does he go back in here into our list? Yeah, he goes back into the list. Is yeah. he could keep just winning every time because he's so darn lucky? I don't know. I guess so. <laughs> so, um, you guys been keeping track of our patrons? Anybody uh, do anything cool this past week? I don't think we I actually. Think, speaking of Tonk, Tonk, Tonk has plans to go after Mount Spokane yeah. here soon. And he's made friends. Yeah, he's made. Friends I don't know anything there, about Mount Spokane, but it seems like a really cool climb. It's so. like a twenty-mile climb, like that's four thousand awesome. feet. That's a big. Climb. It's big. It's that's a big. big it's climb. long. It's Oof. a big long is that climb. Where, this is how I just always pictured Spokane was like really flat, which is completely wrong because I've never been there. I just know it's close to Coeur d'Alene, but no, that's that's in the mountains. It's, it's in, in the mountains. It's in the Rocky yep. Mountains. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Are those Rockies? Are, are those hilly? <laughs> those Rockies. That John are those Dipper. Rockies? <laughs> that John Denver was full of crap. 
about this, um, we did have one of our patrons, Dove Eric, who is a patron of ours that uh-huh. Evan knows quite well from the Ohio area. Yes. Um, she tagged us in an Instagram post this morning. And what was she? What was she doing in that? I actually don't know. Was she writing or no? She I'm had so a, not on. She had a buff Instagram. on. She had a buff on. It oh, was, she had her buff. Was, yeah, yeah. It was pretty cool. She was rocking the dial buff. Yeah, we sent her a buff because uh, your mom was here, and we wanted to make sure uh-huh. that she got one. And so she uh, she tagged us she in an Instagram post, and she had it pulled up to her sunglasses, so she looked like she was. We're gonna have a small little like Bandico. Ohio chapter here soon. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, how about this? People want to know. They want to ask a PT, and people want to know ask what's up PT. with my numb hands. What's up with your numb hands? Ask, Ask a, a PT. PT. Should Ask we PT. time? Should we make this like a hot seat style thing where it's like I have sixty seconds to break down the anatomy and respond? Yeah, sure. Go. That'd be fun. Mark, okay, set go. Mark, Ready, go. set, go. Okay. So when we're talking about numb hands, there could be a, quite a few reasons for why you're getting numb hands. The first thing and most obvious is generally you're probably holding one position on your bike a little bit too long. You're gripping in one position. You're starting to compress. There are plenty of areas in your hands where you can compress, and those nerves will, over time, start to get angry mm-hmm. at you. When a nerve gets angry at you or it gets overcompressed or it loses blood flow for a significant period of time, your body likes to tell you that by sending tingling sensations or numb sensations. Yeah. So what my first suggestion and simplest is you need to change hand positions frequently. Watch any, but, a- any race, any even enduro event. They're always talking about making sure you're shifting your position on the bike in general. When you're looking at a big broader picture of what can be going on with this, when you're looking at the fit on a bike and your stability on the bike, think of a really nervous rider, how their shoulders are kind of shrugged up. They're usually tense through their thoracic area, which is that upper back area, and their rounded shoulders forward. Your brachial plexus, which is all those nerves that come out of your neck, they connect and they go underneath your clavicle in between the clavicle and the first rib. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you think about that area. If I'm rounding my shoulders, tensing up and lifting up with my upper traps, I'm compressing that area. Yeah. Okay. Now add tense breathing into that. Right. Your scalenes, which also like to cooperate with our traps, help lift those ribs up as we breathe and stabilize the ribs as we breathe too. So all those muscle groups, if you think tense, stressed out position on a bike, you are basically squeezing everything around that brachial plexus. And just like any other nerve, whether it's in, you know, if you're talking all the way out in your hands or even in your sciatic area, any compressed nerve is going to be an angry nerve. So that's when you start to get that numbness and tingling into those areas is when you're in that tense position. So one of my subtle first suggestions, because we always think of, oh, we'll go to the, you know, go to the source while my hands are going numb. It's got to be my hand's fault. It's not always just your hand's fault. It can be up in that thoracic area, as you know, pitchers sometimes call thoracic outlet syndrome, which is something else, but very, very specific to that cycling position too. So when you're talking about how do I treat that, think of the position you sit in on the bike. Tense, uh, arms all rolled forward, getting into that stretched out position where your arms are kind of out, your back is arched, you work on that rotation, all those things that never really get addressed with cycling because cycling's very one plane. So... Bike position. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Staying more relaxed on the bike. So yep. some of that, you know, yeah. nerve. Specifically like your position on the okay. bike, like you on the bike. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's being relaxed, switching hand positions frequently. Okay. And then things you do off the bike are the big important things. When, when you're talking about, I'll, I'll boil that all down to like spinal mobility is very, very important. The more you can add 
to your movement repertoire, mm -hmm. the better as a cyclist. What about like wearing gloves or anything like that? Um, you can take, I mean, you can wear gloves and definitely take pressure off yeah. of those areas or switch bar tape. Some people like really, yeah. really cushy bar tape, which can I help. always think about like if things are rattling, if you're doing, you know, yeah. gravel ride or something like that. Oh yeah. Or if you're on like, a cross oh. bike like me going down, you know, yeah, down by the large penitentiary. Yeah. There, it's well, going to be a rougher ride. Some of that too is probably you're tense. hanging on for dear yeah. life. And, and you're so. tense. <laughs> when we were yeah. talking about tense that, that and you don't wear gloves it. very often and neither do I. No, I never do. But yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, and you know, I think that that's just because if you're switching your hand position, if if your hands are still going numb and you're switching gloves and you're switching bar tape, you're like nothing's working. You need to work on on those on on yourself first to right. before trying to spend a lot of money on different options there. Okay, mm -hmm. that's good info, dude. Mm -hmm. It was that's definitely more than that 60 was definitely seconds. more than sixty seconds. Yeah. We'll time it next time. Yeah, yeah. We'll you, say we'll say that was even seconds. close. No, we're even close. Was, that was probably two minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, um, Champ Bailey. Well, we got to wake him up. Got to wake him up. Hey, champ. Champ, get over here. Champ. Champ Bailey here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. I can't believe this Champ Bailey bit has been so successful. <laughs> so wildly that. successful. With the name mixed with, up, it's just so fantastic. With nothing gonna, but praises yeah, we, from all of our listeners. We're not going to stop, guys. It's all screwed no. up, but it, we're committed now. <laughs> yeah, we're stuck we're with gonna, it. We're not turning this ship around. No. No. Champ had to step out for a moment because uh, I was dealing with the personal phone call that I had to absolutely take. So the NFL uh, calling you again? The NFL it wants yeah. me back because they love me. You do know once the NFL starts again, you have to at least give one update for the Denver Broncos <laughs> just so we can be. <laughs> okay, I got some news this week. There's a few things to talk about. Number one, Chris Froome is leaving Team Ineos. This is huge news. Well, yeah, I is. believe, I, I think we should find the quote, but I'm pretty sure that Evan said, oh, oh there's Froome's never going to leave Ineos. Never going to leave Ineos. Well, he's leaving Ineos. I, I said it all along. He's leaving Ineos. <laughs> yeah, you thank you. I'm thank so you, glad Lance. that we don't record these conversations. <laughs> <laughs> so interestingly enough, uh, Froome is going to Israel Startup Academy. Mm -hmm. He will join them at the end of the year, which is so screwed up, I think, that now... Froome is going to race in the Tour de France mm -hmm. for Team Ineos. What kind of freaking mess is that going to be? It's yeah. the same kind of mess that movie star had yeah. last year. Yeah. Ineos is going to have the same issue. They have a potential team leader who Dang. is not sticking around. They got three if, of them. If they Chris got... Froome races in the Tour, I'm going to make a prediction here. He's going to win the Tour, and it is going to be completely disconnected from the Ineos train. Like, Gameplay. It's it's going to be Chris Froome versus Ineos. It's going to well, he won't do it without his teammates. So it's 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 here's going to blow he'll up. Okay. Find a way. I disagree. Find a way. I'm going to disagree with both of you guys. These well, teams, I'm going to change my answer okay. once the tour it's starts. Fair. So yeah, okay. uh, <laughs> these guys are professionals. Like yeah, maybe some emotions might run a little bit hot, but like no, they they're professionals, especially that team, especially that group. I think they're going to be fine. Dude. I think. What are you talking about? They're all prima donna athletes. They're not going to be fine. I think Mo uh, Movie Star blew up because of the same issue last year. But they're not year. Movie but that's, Star. They're but not, they're movie, not star. movie Star. Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, they've been a well-oiled machine. Look at Garrett Thomas. Like he's yeah. a total pro. Okay, he's like, a pro. Wins yeah. wins the tour next time. Next time he's like, I'll help a teammate. No problem. Like yeah. that yeah. guy is class, yeah, right? Is. And I think 
I just think that I mean they've got three people that have won the tour yeah. on the same team, this and I happened, still think that they can work together. This has happened. That's my in prediction. Sky's history, like multiple times now. You like it was like Wigo and Froome. Yeah. Then it True. was, which is a little more sketch. Garrett and Te- uh, no Froome was out at that time. So it's like, well, no Garrett and Froome. Garrett and Froome. Well, Garrett yeah. was always. The yeah, lieutenant to Froome. He was yeah. never. Yeah, but, but we knew that he had some he was potential better. to win. He was better on the day, and he took it. He and was. Yeah. It. yeah, And I think on that everyone likes him so much that it was like, yeah, this guy, it's okay if he wins. Yeah. You know, yeah, I don't know if it'll be yeah. the exact same this go round, but I, I have a feeling that they're going to get into it. And the first week is going to be so hard that they're going to be like, well, we know who our leader is, mm-hmm. and it's that could happen. You know, yeah. it may not even be one of those three. It could be someone else. That's so. how deep their team is. Yeah. So pretty crazy stuff. It crazy is. Time. Wait, if I was for him, I would just train nothing but time trialing. When the pro- oh wait, I need to look at the tour. Is the tour starting on a prologue this year? I, I don't even I, know. I would need to look at it's it. It's all messed up too. Yeah, I think. It is. Yeah. I, I thought know. it was like really hard first week, lots of climbing. Probably. Yeah. So. Cool. Um, in other news, uh, both the men's and women's Eversting records both fell this last week. Mm-hmm. Right. The men's record, Alberto Contador, clean athlete. <laughs> That's going Jesus into one of my hot seat <laughs> questions, by the way. So we're not going to address that until I, we get I to know. The hot seat we're already place. diving yeah. into all of our hot seat so. questions. <laughs> so uh, Contador went out and did it in seven hours and 27 minutes. He took about two and a half minutes off of Lachlan yeah. Morton's time, which is uh, which, not that much. That no, means if Phil squeezes in between those two or wins, the top two guys will both be retired cyclists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's interesting. Okay. I mean, Do you he's, think Phil has has it in him i don't know i don't think he does i mean phil's really good but that's really really good that's like that's really really really, really, well, really, really i have good. a like if lachlan wanted to i think that he could lachlan just go, go like destroy that yeah he could yeah. go back he and went get back without back proper weekend. rest yeah 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 if he actually tapered for without anything. proper rest <laughs> that guy doesn't care okay. yeah. no. there's a pro <laughs> mountain biker not sorry to tangent here but this kind of falls into the whole news thing did you hear about the pro mountain biker who did four everstings in one week Oh. <laughs> this was like a week or two ago. Yeah, he did four Everstings in one week, and they oh. averaged about fourteen hours. But he did. He was going to do three, but he's like, "Why stop there? I'm going to do one more." Yeah, because four because four, four is better than three in so. one. Oh my! Week. I mean, I'm not sure which is more impressive: Contador's time or four Everstings ever in one week. Over I think that, I think that's twenty thousand feet of elevation gain in one week. Well, I'm still blown. My my yeah, mind's wow. still blown by the young kid. What the that oh, that yeah, so the one kid, kid who did a hundred thousand in whatever time. Nineteen year old kid. These are weird times, people. We need, we need races to come back or just yeah. weirder and weirder things going to keep happening. Con- Contador yeah. breaks the uh, men's record. Emma Pooley, a British cyclist, mm-hmm. broke the women's Everesting record. She beat it by almost 15 minutes. Yeah, she put that thing out of reach for eight, a bit. Eight hours and 53 yeah. minutes. Um, she smoked you, uh, oh, Evan, just so not you know. even, and, Not, not um, even in the same conversation. <laughs> There's like, whatever I did isn't what she did. Like, <laughs> <laughs> In other news, we actually did have a race in the state of Washington this last week. There was a, a normally uh, a time trial series that happens in the Seattle area. Um, they had their first race of the year. They had about 100 people show up, which is fantastic. With time trials, you're actually able to do social distancing mm-hmm. and okay. keeping... Time trying. The original social distancing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're able to do social distancing. You're able to keep groups very small in time trials, and so... That happened. Um, it was won by a guy named Jack Barty, um, who averaged roughly 30 miles an hour over the uh, 13-mile course. Okay, 20K. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a 20K course. Our own teammate 
Ian Gibson mm -hmm. went out there and represented Dodd Cycling very well. I think he took like fifth in the Masters 50 plus category. Mm -hmm. Does so he have a TT bike? Good job. He does. Yeah. Nice. Good yep. job, Ian. So good on you, Ian. I know there'll be other there'll be a few other of these time trials over the rest of the summer, and I think there's some other teammates. Maybe that's what go. we you know maybe that's I'd what love people to should be pushing in the area. Yeah, like, let's do let's do time trials. Let's go big on TT. I mean, yeah. I know that's what Lance wants. Yeah, we yeah. have one of our younger oh, um, all four past right juniors now. who's racing collegiately now. Well, I yeah. guess he just graduated, so he's not racing collegiately anymore, and he's racing up there in that area. He lives up near Seattle. Uh, he Karen, lives in Bellingham because he's going to Bellingham, yeah. Western Washington yeah. University. Karen Crossley, yes, yes. he was out there, and he raced, and he did really well, didn't he? he Good job, Karen. killed it. He is a Cat 3. He took fourth overall. He averaged wow. roughly 27 and a half miles an hour. Which um, means that he needs to be a Cat 2 He, now, he beat one, two, three, four, five. Four, five of the cat ones. Yeah. yeah. So That's way so to go. Awesome. Yeah. He was in the lab here just about three weeks ago, two or three weeks ago. Mm -hmm. He was visiting for a bit. Yeah. Exactly. And this was the year that he was going to upgrade to a cat two, but mm -hmm. because there hasn't been any racing, he just hasn't been able to do that thus far. Yeah. So, but he's getting super strong. That'll look pretty good on the resume. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Good for him. Good job. Champ Bailey out. Out. No. <laughs> Thank you, Champ Bailey. Always appreciate that. Guess what, guys? It's the hot seat. The hot seat's back. Do we need a sound effect on that? Yeah, yeah, please. Right. Thank you. It's the hot seat. Okay, cool. That's scary. Ooh. I can't I can't do the hot seat without that. <laughs> I just don't feel right. Awesome. Um, who wants to start? I'm stealing off it today? first because I know it's all we all want to ask, so I'm gonna ask it. Go. Go. <laughs> go, Evan, go. <laughs> go. Should Alberto Contador's record stand? Uh, yeah. Well yes. there's no testing in Everesting. So well, according to the rules, yeah, yes, it should stand. And and it's, I mean, yes, he has had a questionable past, but like, there's no evidence that he okay. is on drugs right now. Why would I mean? Why would you retire and start taking drugs? There's there's questions question about question. whether he was doping, and there's questions about whether he ever used a bike with a motor. That that there's some yeah. controversy with both of those two things. He served a suspension and came back and raced. He did. So he's not suspended currently. I guess if we're going by technical suspensions. Well, technical even if you're so suspended, you should probably. So your be able question to is stupid, Evan. No, the question stands <laughs> okay. because here's the ridiculous part of this: if if Lance Armstrong or I'll even put like Tyler Hamilton or Floyd Landis was to go out there and take the Everest record, do you think anybody would sit there and be like, "That's the new Everest record"? I I think I would say the same thing. I would say I would say it's a new Everest record, but I don't think anybody else would. Well, like, I, what are you suspended from? You see whoever, who cares? Because those guys aren't in charge of Everesting. No, this they're is not. true. The Hall so, of Fame has to decide, the, the Everest Hall of Fame has to decide what stands and what doesn't stand. Yeah. I mean, unless it's they do it on an e-bike. So much double Well, that's against the rules. Right? Yeah. yeah. I think it's, yeah. if, I mean, if, if they follow the rules. Yeah. I, that's the other thing is there's lots of weird things that are still within the rules. Well, ever, Fairings like, and all this stuff that should be illegal. That, they need to probably tighten up the rules. That group bit. is going to have to answer that question because you know people are going to come at them and say like, well, what if you have a doped known, in your past a and known doper. 10 years under doping? I, yeah. I think after the pandemic passes, nobody's going to care about Nobody's going to care about ever <laughs> Well, We'll have racing back. <laughs> we talked about that's this. Very true. We talked that's about very this. True. Since they've had uh all this covid crisis they have basically said publicly we're not doing drug tests right now mm -hmm. we yeah. scale back drug yep. tests we can't do it we don't have mm -hmm. the budget and we don't have the ability for people to go out into the public and do these perform these drug tests so if you're a pro athlete and you know you've got 
you're, you're guessing you have two months off, but it turns out you have four or five, six months off of racing mm -hmm. with no testing. Then you follow the rules and don't do drugs, kids, right? <laughs> well, that's the thing is like any, I just think, you know, so we yeah. were talking about track we and field, track and field yeah. records going yeah. down right now during this stuff. And I'm like, he, there's no way they're getting tested after this race. Nobody's yeah. being tested. So I think for a record to stand, it needs to have drug testing come after it. Yeah. But that's, I mean, ever seeing it's like, that's not a rule for sure. But like yeah. track and field, that's usually a rule. Yeah. You have to be tested for yeah. a world record or something. So. So you guys think Contador's in, in in your minds stands? Well, yeah. If someone said, "What's the record?" That's what we would say. Yes. That's what we'd say. Yeah. yeah. Will we cheer when somebody takes it from him? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. We have our favorites. In my book, Lachlan's still the Everest champ. There you go. <laughs> I want to see him come back and my do book, it again. My book Wait. matters about as much as <laughs> as you would think it should but matter. If, but <laughs> if Lance went out and did it, you would support him. <laughs> no, 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 no. I would. I would. First off, we all know, and I'm sure Lance Armstrong would laugh at that idea because Lance has not stayed in elite fitness by no. any means. It would have no desire to go out there and try an Everest. No. So. no. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's a tough one. I mean, yeah. You know, he's been retired for how many years now? That's a good question. His two last or three years. Season, who Contador? Yeah. Contador, yeah. It may have been more than two or three years. It's I'm not sure. Probably like yeah. five. I'm not sure either. Yeah. Four. He's been retired, and he did very well for himself financially. Mm -hmm. What is his driving desire to keep pro race fitness? Or he, he really likes riding his bike. Okay. He's <laughs> like, pretty fit for being. Oh, it's out amazingly for fit years. for being you know, just what 37, yeah. 38 years old. He has a beard now too. Does anybody see that? No. Yeah. He's so like he's getting young. up there in age. He's been retired for a few years. He's got plenty of money in the bank, so yeah. he doesn't yeah. need to stay in that kind of shape. Sure, he's going to love bikes because he's been on them his whole life, but to yeah. be in that kind of shape, to be able to go out and take the yeah. the Everesting Challenge and it beat Lachlan cool. Morton. That's pretty cool. Yeah, It's all very 37. cool. 37. It's all pretty cool, he's but you old. have to ask yourself, did he do that naturally when you've got this jaded past? Like, Yeah, uh, but would you really like retire and start doing drugs? I don't maybe, know. His, his ego, maybe? You I don't get know. pretty addicted to being that fit. I mean, he I... He sees people getting their names put in the yeah. limelight, and they're talking about great people, and maybe he just hasn't heard his name in a while, and he wanted to have somebody yeah. come out and... Well, yeah. there, and there's different types of drugs, too, right? If you're 38 years old, then testosterone is probably going to be pretty attractive. Mm -hmm. And then there's EPO, which is the thing that would be the most helpful, yeah. which doesn't make any sense for a retired person to use. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know because yeah. were there any accountings of like what kind of physical shape he looked like he was in? Was he was he, he lean? He and mean? looks fit. I mean, he did, he definitely was leaner back in his back you in know his in his I mean, if you look at 2009 as his peak fitness, which I'm sure people could sit there and argue that, but he was very fit in 2009. He looks different now, Anybody but he's also bike? much older now. I mean, he's 11 years older. Anybody now. scan his bike frame? That's that's the big question. Yeah, I. That's the one that I would but I don't think he'd go out there with a motor to get an Everesting. I mean, I don't well, know. Those motors he'd, only give you 50 to 100 race, watts, but yeah. you know doing that race, oh, having oh, that race. But that <laughs> an extra 50 watts would have been wonderful. Well, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. can make all the difference in the that world. That could. That yeah. could. So, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Looks like he retired in 2007, after 2017. So okay, he's been gotcha. out of the game so for a little years, bit. So, yeah. so there's a lot of questions. Um, I know yeah. that Phil Guyman did a video, and I started. I watched like the first like two or three minutes of it. What was his take on that? I didn't I'd watch it. I watched it. He uh, basically said, "I mean, in no exact. I'm not saying exact wordage that he's, mm -hmm. but he was like, I don't really like this guy.' Yeah. yeah. And Phil Guyman literally has a tattoo that says, is a 
bar yeah, soap, soap that says, says clean. Yeah. Clean. Yep. So he's an he's advocate. like, yeah. I like Lachlan Morton. I don't yep. really like this guy. I mean, I don't think he's, he said it better than that, but he said the same thing. Like, Hey, this guy's out of, you know, retired. He doesn't have any reason to do this. He doesn't need the money, Yeah. but they, he did this anyway, which is totally cool. And he said, good on you. And, uh, you know, that's, that was his take on it. So mm-hmm. I think he considers it the new record. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> cool. Lance, what's your question? Um, what is your big what what other big cycling plans do you have for the summer what do you want to do on a bike the rest of the summer because i'm assuming we're really not going to be racing yeah i think that's fair i want to get a bike <laughs> put it <laughs> and put it together put it together that's it man those are gonna be huge let's take it for a ride yeah. Yeah, take it for a ride mm-hmm. evan good questions here because we've already done some big stuff already so what yeah, you have you what's have. Next? i mean the windy ridge ride was kind of this last like big one i okay, had on done, the done and over so what's next yeah, but also i'm gonna i'm gonna do i mean this isn't like a cool bike ride but i'm gonna do a solo iron man here yeah at that's some still bike that's still biking related it's triathlon yeah, yeah. A triathlon so podcast. that's that's kind of the next one on the calendar and then i do want to do an end-to-end wildwood run which is not biking so that doesn't answer the hot oh, question wildwood. but yeah <laughs> yeah that's like 50k or something yeah yeah, yeah 50k yeah, yeah. Yeah. If I said I'll do it on a bicycle, would that answer the question too? Well, bikes aren't allowed on the Wildwood Trail. <laughs> oh, they're oh, not. Really? They're not supposed that. to be on the Wildwood Trail. It's supposed to be for be running or runners or hikers. Yes, keep it just for running yeah. people. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, not that this is any huge or crazy thing, but I just want to be able to do a century again. Yeah, I was curious about That's that. That's a good and one. More importantly, I want to do a century on my gravel bike. Ooh, I want to go do some new adventures and I don't want to go out there and do hammer fest. I want to go out there and kind of just soak it up and just Ooh. make it a day, like a full day adventure of just fun and stop and eat and pictures and, and go ride bikes. And where are you thinking? I don't know. Dustin okay. just did an awesome one. I like this idea that we need to stock his, uh, stock his Trava. He did it on Saturday. Okay. And it was way East. It like shot way, way East. Okay. I, something falls. I can't remember where he went, but he said, there's a way you can go all the way to Stevenson. Oh, from wow. what he was doing gravel he's he's found it he's kind of found this route wow okay and i think there and back is like oh i'm gonna feel bad dustin if i got this wrong but it's like 110 12 miles and some ridiculous amount of elevation gain mostly gravel sure and it would be a epic ride i mean it'd be a big big time ride now, is that amazing. there and back it's 110 miles yes okay the well it's kind of more of a loop really but okay it'd be, yeah yeah. And it's primarily on gravel, huh? Yeah. I think it's a very, very heavy chunk of it outside of getting there is getting okay. to the so gravel. We'll, we'll yeah. put that in the contender. Yeah. And then I'm going to lean on Lance over here because he's got nothing better to do than to sit on that. What about exactly. that? Ride with yeah. GPS and I'll find I'll come route. with you. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's also that uh, Our Mother of the Mountain site. In yeah. 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 Doing a lot of gravel Robert uses routes. that very frequently. Yeah. There's, yeah. On the podcast. there's three or four guys in the Portland area that every weekend have been doing either 150 or a 200-mile gravel ride wow actually one day they did a 250 mile gravel ride who are these people it's um his name's dustin as well uh-huh. <laughs> um, a lot of Dustin's. dustin henderson actually okay. i've raced cross with him but without racing he's just been going out on the weekends on his bike brian kesselman is another one yeah uh great uh cyclocross racer that also does these big huge backcountry adventures i actually ran into him as he was riding past my house Again, I was on the e-bike. <laughs> it was dusk or something, and I was getting the mail. <laughs> you got to get on the e-bike to get the mail. He sounds got so old right now. Like, it was I'm dusk, like, it so was, I had to go get the mail. It was dusk. <laughs> it was time to get the mail. Yep. Uh, and he wrote, He rides up, and I'm like, 
Brian, what's up? He's like, I'm at mile 125. And I'm like, he's like, can I get on that e-bike? Because I'm done with this thing. <laughs> and, and he had done a, like a 115-mile loop through wow. the Gifford Pinchot, uh, which is up all North Clark County Gifford stuff. Pinchot yeah. would be a really, like, you could link together some yeah. awesome routes yeah. through there. I the how big Gifford Pinchot is for anybody listening that's not from the Pacific Northwest. That national forest is massive. Well, there's I think it goes all the way up to yeah. Mount St. Helens. It like does. That's, yeah, but there's just as many similar um, uh, gravel routes around Mount Hood that you could do as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, so there's ones yeah. in Mount Hood and in Mount Hood National Wilderness, Park. Yeah, Mount, that's you know. true. That yeah. would be pretty easy to put And up. also, if you go to Gifford Pinchot, you might see Bigfoot. Like, there's, there's <laughs> yeah, at least a 50% chance that you'll have at least a small any sighting of, these, of Bigfoot. Any of these gravel rides, there's a pretty there's good a chance. There's a pretty good chance. See, yeah, one one so. of his kinfolk. Yes, exactly. The, yeah. I've the heard Bigfoot. there's, it's a family of four, I believe. Is it? Okay. Uh, yeah, I think so. Matt will be glad to know that I did finally buy a, what's called a Garmin InReach. It's a, Thank you. It's, I was going to ask. I was like, when we do these adventures, I feel like we need a satellite phone. It's like oh, a, it's a satellite-type satellite receiver that you can gotcha. send an SOS signal with. Does it have a large antenna, too? It, the, it's, They're it's, tiny. It's half the size of your cell phone. Oh, really? Yeah. They're, oh. they're calling. <laughs> they're they're calling. Call. Right they call directly? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So it's half the size of your quick. cell phone. <laughs> um, it, you can actually, it connects to an app on your phone where okay. you can actually text with it. And you can you can buy a plan where you have like forty texts a month, so you can be in the backcountry, no cell service. You can send a text to somebody, and they can text you back. Okay. And you can send a cool. pin. This is where I'm at, mm -hmm. and I'm having a great time, and I'm gonna be four really? hours late. Yeah. Or <laughs> I'm gonna be four. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is just this is real. Yeah. I mean, so uh -huh. so you're thinking, but can't you like change those monthly? Remember we were talking yes. about this like a couple podcasts ago. Yeah. You can change it. You right. can change it anytime you want. You can change your plans. So you think this is okay? I, I do think it's okay. Good. So good, I've good. got it for these backcountry adventures that exactly. I'm doing. Okay. Uh, my One of my daughters is going to be doing some private uh, rafting trips, and I it want was, her to have it with her when she's oh, on yeah. that trip. So you guys going to share it? Yeah, we're going to share it. I, I remember it was discounted like... Maybe I did. I send you a message when it was discounted. Did. did is that when you were like? That's when I got. It. I don't yeah. remember how much it was discounted. Like twenty percent off or something. It's a three hundred fifty dollar device. Okay, I got pricey. it for like two fifty. That's good. Yeah. yeah, and the you know, and then you're paying the monthly thing when you need it. Yeah. So and I when I know I'm going to be in Idaho or if I'm going to be doing rides, you can just yeah activate it immediately. I yeah. really like this idea. I think. I really like the, I, I like Jake's dream plan for the summer. I don't know if I would get to it this summer because I don't have a gravel bike. I don't have a bike, but I love this idea of just being able to like go, go long, mm -hmm. have some safety if I need yeah. to Would call you maybe want to, Matt, I would go on like, if you want to do a rack ride, I'd go on a rack century with you if you yeah. want to do that. Cause that's, I mean, I, that's your old stomping grounds. You had a million totally. times and I got on a, a new bike would be fun. Yeah, that would be great. I don't think I'm ready to do it right now because... I should probably ride a bike a couple times before I do a century. <laughs> hey, yeah, man, I, I wonder if century. my butt yeah. is going to be sore when I start back. Probably, probably, probably a bit. Yep. Not even on the uh, Zwift on the TT bike. Not doing any of that. I had to put the TT bike back together, and I haven't had time to do it. Oh, uh, it's pretty sad. Yeah, it's a sad. Yeah, it's sad. okay. I'm, How's it I'm going with selling all your parts and pieces? I sold all my bikes. I haven't started selling wheels yet, but I so need to do I need round to two with the cross bike was successful. You sold yeah, it. Yeah. In fact, the guy I sent him, I mean, I'm texting back and forth with him and he's like, where can I take this? And I was like, our mother, the mountain, go check out this go site. Cause he's, site. he's having a good time with that sure. particular bike. So that's awesome. Cool. Uh, so super happy that people are, you know, have a good bike for a good price and 
uh, I have the uh, accordion thing. <laughs> See previous it's episode. It's worth it. For, uh-huh. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally worth it. Cool. Yeah, but I'm definitely ready to and, get a bike. You know, the office. In the offices, yeah. yeah exactly. So. Yep. so has everybody answered Lance's question? I think so. Yeah. Except me. That's just yes. What's yours? Probably, no, the, most that's right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably the most interesting answer of anybody here. Yeah, that's true. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't have any... I, I really want to... I want to go back to Idaho and go back to Utah and do some other big rides. Yes. Do you think gravel stuff or... I'll do gravel stuff, yeah. 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 Okay. But I'll have my mountain bike and I'll have my road bike as well. So... Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm trying Options. to get out of here, but I'm, I'm being delayed by a property sale that I'm in the middle of. Okay. So. Yeah. So you think maybe in the next couple of weeks you might be heading out? Uh, <clears throat> I might leave tomorrow now. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll have to be back in a Quick week. Yeah. Are you bringing yeah. the family? or No, nope, just the wife and the dog. Wife and dog. Um, I'm actually doing a river trip in Cataract Canyon, which is outside of Moab, a okay. four-day, uh, three-night, four-day river trip at the end of the month with my daughter. That'd be awesome. Is so, it just you two? No. I mean, you're going to have a group, obviously, for the... Yeah, it's a it's a commercial trip. Yeah. There'll be twenty people on the trip. Yep. There'll be four boats or something like that. Um, That'd be amazing. My daughter Kelty is like, she's like, a, hey, come down. Do uh, no, thing. we're we're paying like a discounted price for family. Yeah, but we're gonna go and do the the. Uh, Take lots of pictures. That's gonna be amazing. Yeah. They're, they're Take your with you. Is Brandy doing that? Yeah, me and Brandy are going. What about Piper? We are looking for a place to board Piper while we oh. are on the trip yeah. because we want to take the dog with us on the two and a half, three week adventure that we're going to go on. Right. Yep. But the f- three nights of the trip, we need to have her watched. Right. How Just have her long run down the side gone? of the river and chase you. How long, <laughs> yes, right. Piper? <laughs> How long would you guys be gone for? Like three weeks. Three weeks? Yeah. Wow. Are we going to do lands okay. on location? But we want to take me, the dog with us. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. And and there's actually boarding services in Moab, Utah yeah, for be rafters oh, nice. because okay. they know this happens. Yeah, so yeah. you'll be fine. Interesting. We're just trying to are find we gonna, out. Are we, are we going to have you call in or anything like that? Probably. Via satellite phone. <laughs> texting us. <laughs> texting via satellite phone. <laughs> no, I'll try to call in while I'm adventuring. Cool. That's the plan. Sounds good. So, cool. Awesome. Matt, what's your question? I actually have three questions, and I don't know which one I should ask you guys. Let's call three. We've got right. time. We have time? Okay. Will Chris Froome win another Tour de France? Yes. No. No. He's won four. <laughs> we had two no's. No, no, yes. 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 I don't think so. But I, I like him. I want him to win Who's another Who's beating tour. him? Uh, Egon Bernal. Look at his team. Yeah. Well, Jumbo Visma, he has, I think he has I think, him up the climbs. I, I think that injury was a huge setback. And yep, I think yep. he needs at least another year to get over that. And then he's getting old. And I think it's it hard. was it was a huge setback at the wrong age. Yep. So I mm. think I think him coming back can be very difficult. I, think he's going I to, want to eat my words more than oh, anything. Yeah, I know. Gonna, I would love for him to he, be great. He's going to remind us how dominant he was this year now that that fitness is going to come back. It's well, the in fitness? 2021, I think I yeah. really think, uh, well, not, not predicting the end of 2020 with the tour, but. He's he's gonna remind us where his fitness was before that injury. That'd be and awesome. It was high. He was the best Grand Tour rider before yeah. he decided to ride his TT bike without hands. Yeah. So yeah. Was it blown a snot rocket? I think uh, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like yeah. So and I'm it was ask, windy. Something that I'm sure he would love to take yeah. back. But yeah, that's. I'm gonna ask a question that kind of uh, piggybacks on Matt's question yeah. there. 
Will will he be insubordinate during the uh, Tour de France this year? I, I think he's more professional than that. I think he's more professional too. I don't. I think, so. think he will so. fully be insubordinate because if you look at his past actions, I I I think he's very professional. He's a great guy. Yeah. Like, but we're, we're talking you, Wiggins time back. Way if back you then. remember when he, he quote unquote accidentally dropped Wiggins as he <laughs> looked back, looked at him, and then decided he was going to put out that a five minute accident. effort. When when it comes down to winning, in those moments, I have no I, I have no problem with with Chris Froome saying, "Well, Ineos has already made it very clear that I am not their leader, and in this moment, I feel like I should be. So, so I'm going to show them that I am." Ineos is going into this though without like declaring who the clear person is that they're going to support. They're going into Correct. this as the three-headed monster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So if Bernal's looking good and Froome sees an yep. opportunity to be insubordinate, to put himself in a position so that he can be the person that is Better leading the charge. Better time trial. Yeah. All right. Do you think that he would be insubordinate to get to that stage just so that he could get the team support yes. so that they could? Two, two parts yes. to that. Go for it. First things first, I think he's pretty professional. Don't disagree. I, I think that he probably would not do that. Second of all, I don't think he's going to have the chance against Bernal because that's really a climbing situation. It's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I don't I think mean, that situation is going to. It's early stages. Say, there's not a lot of climbing, though. I mean, no, there's 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 like, a couple steep ones. But there here's the thing: the what's he going to do? Break similar I mean, to the type of finishes okay. that they had two years ago. Would he break away on a descent, which he has done yep. crazily has. enough? Yeah. I think yes, he would do that, which is He'd sort of insubor- insubordinate. But I also think or, like he could pull one of those little crosswind situations. You always get those moving you stages do. day, quote unquote, where it's like they'll hit a crosswind. And if you're on the right position, there's going to split into two w- groups. Would his team be on the mic? Like come back for your team, come back for your they team. They would be. And he He's would conveniently that, have that left out of the I air. also think that the team would be like, I think that if he's breaking away like that in a, you know, descent or maybe a crosswind section, I think that the team would be like, well, we can get behind this. You know, I don't know. I How bad tough. do you think he wants to say, you screwed up. You let me go. I want to win this tour. I'm yeah. going to win this tour, and I can win more tours to come. You screwed up, and I'm going to put it right that's, here in your face and say, eat that. This is why I agree with you, Jake. That's exactly what's going to be in his head. I don't think it's going to happen, but we don't know. I mean, yeah. we've he, yeah. he, he he's a pretty he's a very professional guy. Mm-hmm. He's a very easygoing guy for the most part, but you yeah. know that he has that that type A personality. Oh, yeah, he won the Tour de France. It, There's never been would, a chill dude who won the Tour de France. That's I, not, I will say this. That would make for fantastic yeah, television. Exactly. Oh, it would be so awesome. It would be could really you imagine cool. how awesome that would be if they're like what live on the Ineos? Nothing. Car. He has nothing yeah. to lose. Exactly. Absolutely. So why wouldn't he? Except do that? for the respect yeah. of his team and the respect of some people. What would happen if Garrett went out there and helped support him and oh, kind I of because they're, they're buddies? They're buds. For yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, hey, I it's got you, Brits. It's the Brit, and there's still some Brits on that Ineos team. What if it became this like little Ineos, Ineos split down the middle of like British guys versus yeah. Do we yeah, know for sure got, <laughs> he's going to the tour, right? They're not going to take him that's, off, put him on the welter or something like that. I don't know what would they do. They, they, if I was Team Ineos and I was pretty sure that hey Bernal's in good enough shape to win this thing, no matter what, you take him off that. Squad. Oh, I would take him off absolutely. There'd be Knowing no way that, I'd leave him on there. Yeah, because all that's going to do is cause a problem. Like if you've already got that team lined up and you're like Bernal is in insanely good shape right now, he's going to win the tour. We have Garrett who has said, okay, I'm going to the tour. I'll support Bernal, and he's got his yeah. repertoire of climbers with him. Yeah. Why would you bring Froome? Because Froome's good. He could help. Yeah, but what if you're like, what if you've but had talks also, with him and he's like, hey, I'm not ready to help, man? He's like, yeah, sure. And you're like, okay, well, this could go poorly. Well, anything well, can happen, all, too. Like, it, Bernal yeah, can get yeah. sick. He Bernal. can crash out. Yep. Any of that you're can right. happen. Anything so you want to. Yes, that's a good point. Yeah. Well, then you'd have Garrett. And you have Garrett. Right but yeah. yeah, but still, yeah. but you'd, you know, you have three, I mean, versus two. Your but odds think, are going up. I think the past has. Well, no, because Astana did it with three, technically. I was about to say if you have three, it Leaders. can't happen. 
Right. Like, like it's, it's just going to lead to bad stuff because you saw what Movie Star did with mm-hmm. three. But Astana did have Lance, Contador, and um, uh, the German, um, uh, Cloden. Uh, Andres Cloden that year, and that's three bona fide leaders. So, yeah. Okay. Should be interesting. When's the actual start date of the tour? 2023. We should be talking about it right now. This should be going on right now. It's like August 29th or something. We'd be in like week three right now if it was, yeah, but August 29th. It's August 29th. That's why I feel like we just have to be talking about the tour all the time now because (laughs) my my body is feeling like it should be happening right (laughs) now. Something's amiss, yeah. All right, I got another question for you. That was was supposed to be a fast one. Uh, I think um, Continental came out with some new, so they have the Continental 5000s, which Mm -hmm. we all like. I think all four of us have used that. I love them. I like them. Um, they are. They have some now with the cream sidewall, the gum sidewall. Yep, ah. that's brand new. I think and it's for the tour, right? I don't know why, but do you guys think that's a? Would you? I yes think they're no? making Yay that specifically for the the tour, and I think it's so it'll stick out. So people ask, "What's that tire that the the guys are riding?" Really? Okay, that's cool. I, that's my two cents. I think that it what doesn't go well with the gold that I have on my SLR, so I don't like it. But in so the tour, it'll probably no. Look yeah, not a fan. No. I don't care. Don't care. <laughs> I, if the I, price was the same, you I wouldn't think pick one. Or, I, I wouldn't pick the... No, I would pick the one I'd that doesn't cost as much. It doesn't look as mean, but it, it kind of gives a cool, like almost a vintage look. Yeah. yeah. You know, like it yeah. reminds me of like It'll a rat cool rod. When you put that on a yeah. rat rod car, it looks kind of cool. It just depends yeah. on the bike that you're putting it on. So. Okay. That's true. No, no, maybe. I kind of like all black. I, I, I like blacked out stuff. I just but, like the... All right. Yeah, last question for you. What's the worst part about running tubeless? Uh, setting the tires up. One for setting up tires. What'd you get? No, getting like um, I've had it happen to me twice in the last week. I didn't talk about Mm -hmm. it. I was on the gravel bike and I ran something over front wheel, put a gash in the tire, and the the sealant came spraying out. So every time that came up around, it was spraying my whole body. So it was like taking a a spray paint can Mm -hmm. and it was like running up your whole body. So my shins, my thighs, my belly, my face—it was all over me. And then, then it finally kind of set, uh-huh. and then we thought we were going to be good. I was riding with Sean, and then I went a little bit further, and it was still kind of hissing at me just a little bit. Um, I think that this is um, a time where I can plug Orange Seal as a, a better <laughs> sealant better, than yeah. the Continental stuff. I only I, I bought two bottles of the Continental stuff when we ordered some of the Condi stuff, and they say it works really well with a tire compound. I'm just not a big fan of it. I think the orange yeah. seal is better. And I've seen Lance go through similar situations sealed right up. Talking with Carl Bailey, who works with me down here at the lab, who's a PhD chemist, telling me that yeah, from, what a, does Carl say? from a yeah. molecular <laughs> standpoint, it's a much better compound. So I think orange seal is a much better way to go. So long story short, um, I got sprayed like pretty badly um, yeah. with that. And it, we did the rest of that ride. The, it was raining when we were riding and then got the flat right as the rain stopped. And so like I kind of had mud all over me. So that sealant kind of hit the mud that was already on there and kind of caused that to bind. And I haven't shaved my legs in a while. So I've got this mud all in my legs that now has a layer of sealant on it. And then we get out to the dike and it's like it had never even rained over there. And we were getting mm-hmm. poured on where we, when we were riding through Lackamas Park. Now the dust is coming up from the dike. Oh, yeah. And then I have a layer of dust on top of the sealant that was already. And it was like all like. You know, caked caked and coagulated yeah. and, and i had like balls all over my leg hairs i'm like do i need to get the clippers out well i'll probably ruin them if i'm gonna do that so i was in the yeah. shower like scrubbing the heck out of that's them. really funny wow so that is funny <laughs> i'd much rather deal with setting up a tire than have to deal with yeah having to clean my bike and having to get all that crap off my legs and having to uh, put a tube in there during a ride so i, I think that the evan flight. have you had any problems no i've i, I haven't gone tubeless yet oh okay yeah not even on your road bike 
No, not on my road bike. Not or on well, no, bike. on my on my cross bike, it's tubeless. But that, okay. that that's the only bike I have that's tubeless. No problems. Nope. Nothing. These guys set the tire for you, so that wasn't a pain. Exactly. So yeah. you're, like, you're like, you're like, there's zero. I have zero I, I negatives. I haven't actually set a tubeless tire yet, so I need to. I'm, I'm going to switch over to it on it's the TT really bike simple. and the road bike now. And I've seen people do it, so it can't be that. You just tough. need to have the yeah. right things. You need to have a compressor. You really do yeah. for most wheels. Just have a compressor, and that will set the bead really quickly. And then you can take out yeah. the valve core, and then you put in your sealant, and then you pump it up, and you're good to go. It Basically doesn't done. take much time yeah. at all. I just need to walk through on it. Just actually buy them. Those are my three questions. Yeah. Sometimes uh, tires and rims don't play well with each Correct. other, and that's what makes it tricky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So cool. I've, I've got a hot seat. Go for it. Okay. In lieu of anybody who is following YouTubers who watches the Vegan Cyclist. Oh yeah. Is it healthy, good for your fitness, and good for your mental health? to couple running into your training if you are a cyclist? No. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, yes. Of course, the answer is yes. (laughs) If you're a cyclocross racer, then you probably need to do a little bit of running. Yes, if you're a cyclocross racer, yes. More and more tour, like Grand Tour riders are mixing in a little bit of running into their training. Mm -hmm. And it seems to work for Cam Wharf. Well, and you got guys like Mike Woods. Is that his yeah. name, right? From yep. Canada. Yeah, he was Canada. a former runner. He was a stud runner. Yeah, he yeah. was. Uh, he no, was. But it, the, one of the reasons they're doing it is for bone density. Yes. Thank you, Matt. Mm-hmm. So, Lance, get on Lance, it. Lance. Jump yeah. on it. Well, Lance, I take 1,000 milligrams of calcium Lance, every day. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> what about someone that's got a messed up ankle? Get, like, this uh, is where you, you, hiking would be wonderful. We'll, we'll, we'll go. You yeah. Like do hike. Don't you? A little yeah, bit. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, Jake, my wife and I like to go. Jake, for hikes. Jake hikes and does yard work. So there's, there's, <laughs> there's like a plenty of like weight bearing activities. in Jake's so day. I'll go yeah. through like periods of time. Like my ankle hasn't bothered me now for probably like two or three weeks, mm-hmm. but there was a period just before that where it was about two or three weeks that like mm-hmm. every time I would move the wrong way or go up and downstairs, it was killing me. And there's a little flap of cartilage in there, uh, in the ankle mm-hmm. that, gets um, sometimes impinged in there and then all of a sudden everything kind of flares up and then it's a pain in the butt mm-hmm. doc well my orthopedic wants me to go in there and have that removed and do the microfracture procedure and evan will shake his no, no vehemently and say absolutely not don't do no. that yeah and it's more of just like a live with it kind of thing is that what your recommendation is um i i mean like living with it and one thing is like gaining mobility through that area is still possible but it's just going to be a hard route because so, when you're talking about that 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 area where you have that cartilage jake that's a big compressive area like yeah. a dome into a mortise yeah. joint so you're talking about like a lot of compression that can yep. go through there yep. yeah so are you saying that it's contraindicated for me to go do any kind of running i would like to i i wouldn't say contraindicated but volume would have to start incredibly slow and you'd have to have a big adaptive process compared to somebody who was just like like your your level of cycling and be like i just want to go and run it'd be a different prescribing of that running it'd yeah. be like okay, Jake's first week is going to look like a couple 30-second strides, a little run, walk on the trail with the kids, and we're going to do that for a couple weeks and see how it responds. If my shoulder gets back to health, I want to be able to do cyclocross. And I think in order to do that, I need to train with some running so that it doesn't become a problem where I step wrong. I had it happen at Short Track last year when we were racing Short Track Mountain. Yeah, Um, There was a time where kind of went offline a little bit <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, I, I had to do a little foot dab to kind of turn myself around to get back on yeah. track because it went offline and in that process my ankle bit that that piece of cartilage 
got caught in there and it was probably for about a good lap and a half that my ankle was really hurting and then it yep. finally started to settle down so that I could spin back up yeah but uh yeah that was a problem and, and I don't want to deal with that yeah and that's the thing with like training your running it'd be a lot about balance and load management so it would actually help you in cyclocross because instead of getting into that moment where maybe the ankle's not prepared for that it's been exposed yeah. to it before so yeah. so it would be now this is where I'll, I'll argue though running training can be different if you're a cyclocrosser I don't think you need to be doing distance running that's that that's actually my person you would train more like a soccer player does you yeah. need explosive short training you're you're going yeah. like full gas for yeah. 20 seconds yeah. max you need to train usually. more like a 400 meter runner yeah. if you're running than you would as a you know person who want to go into triathlon or yes, something like that needs to build an i think ineos is on or had recently done a training camp somewhere up in the mountains and ended up doing something insane like an 11 mile run like I think some I of their see that some yeah. of their like top cyclists like, yeah and it might have even been Froome, like as one of them in garen thompson yeah. garen thomas well we've already seen Froome run remember yeah i actually thought he looked pretty good i was like that guy looks like pretty he's good runner. built what i mean like if i'm like looking run. at chris Froome, i'm like that guy could be a marathon runner. Runner. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny cool that's a good question yeah yeah yep all right maybe someday if my ankle doesn't give out and yeah back doesn't fall that's apart <laughs> with one more with i one got more faith in your back for it did you Yours? have any more I've, no, i i still haven't done mine i went through three i was just you thinking that you were the last Go one Jake. yeah okay um here's my question you're on a group ride someone yells car back and everybody's riding all over okay two breaths you got three breaths you got just yeah. normal group ride that happens mm-hmm. what's your next move oh yeah do you drop back or do you go in front uh, all of the above what it was what's protocol on that when you move, you're in a group back and you hear somebody behind you We'll say 10. 10? 8 okay. to 10. Two, or, two or, or bigger. You go single file yeah. as far to the right as you can. Yeah. Single okay. file is the That's, farthest. I think it, you have to read the group to see if you need to like push ahead or duck in behind. You, typically, when I'm riding with Jake, I'll tuck behind him or whatever. But like if it looks easy for me to get over in front of him, then I might do that too. Like surge a little bit, get in front. But you, you have to read the group to see where you should slot I actually, in. I actually think if it's a group of 10 you need to stay to a breast and squeeze to the right just a bit. Do you? So, so if you have any floaters kind of just like out there, everybody's On a country road, that's, to that's your recommendation? Yeah, because I actually think it's a shorter pass for the car on uh, a road that's not like a climb. That's what you're saying. If you get five, it'd be five, a line of five, then two abreast, that should be your approach. If you're three abreast, you need to get two abreast. And if you're on a group ride of five or less, line out. Okay. I see what you're saying. Shorter, yeah. shorter pass. Exactly, yeah. So 10 or less, are you still taking that same protocol? Um, no, I'll say I'll say it needs to be five or six less to go single file on just like a normal country road. Otherwise, stay two abreast of the car. Actually, has a shorter period of pass to get around you. Okay, my response to that is I agree to a yeah. certain respect. Um, Which I means don't you agree. don't agree. Yeah. <laughs> Which means no. Wrong. That yeah. car is going to be less likely to want to pass if there are two people riding two abreast, especially if yeah. like one person. Like, because usually on a country road, you've got a um, bike lane that we'll call it that's maybe four or five inches and then you got the white fog line and then Mm -hmm. usually the person that's riding on the inside is going to be riding either on or out in the road to the fog line and then the person riding next to them um, is probably going to be like just you know a couple inches off their shoulder Mm -hmm. and riding out in the middle of the lane if not even further so it's going to make it a little bit more difficult for a car to want to pass that person I've true I, I, I see where you're coming from in terms of like trying to shorten that that up. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I think the group needs to be bigger in order for that to, to come into play. I think that um, mm. trying to become a streamline and as far pushed to the right with that particular group size 
is going to be in our best interest because it's going to less agitate the uh, the driver and it's going to yeah. make them feel a little bit more comfortable about getting around that group in a quick manner. Yeah. yeah. You guys are wrong. The right answer is take your bike pump and swing it at the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have noticed that Forum with you. Forum rust is the answer, actually. <laughs> before, yeah. like when I'll yell car back on a group uh -huh. ride, I do notice that you generally stay out in the lane. And that yeah. makes sense. It makes yeah. it quicker and easier yeah. for... That's just how we... And this this may be more because in Ohio, you're generally dealing with flatter roads. And that's not all true because anybody listening is like, oh, we'll go south Ohio. There's very steep climbs everywhere and all this. Yeah. But but in northwest Ohio, we're riding. It was, you know, you're, you can see for a while. So for the car, you're just holding where you're at. Uh -huh. It's usually fine because cars are going to blow around you and can kind of see you know, everything out in front. What, when you're on a climb is where I will say that is different. You, everybody needs to get over the right. Gotcha. Yeah. So a climb is different, but generally in a climb, I mean, yeah, you're going to get those more compact group, but usually you spread out a bit more on a climb. So everybody's so that makes the sense right too, anyway. because pace wise, if you're going so slow on a climb that it's easier for them to get around you quickly because mm -hmm. you're going three miles an hour. Yeah. It's not hard to pass at that point. But yeah. you know, if you're going 30 miles an hour, you know, it's going to take a little yeah. bit of time to over, overtake the group. Yeah. And it depends on the type of road that you're on. I know when uh, me and David were on Padden on Sunday, so anytime that we were two abreast and there's cars coming, I, we just went single file yeah. then. Yeah. But, that, but that's because it was two of us. Yeah. It's different. You know, if we had been a group of 10, well, if you're on Padden, everybody should be single file regardless. But yeah. So what's our consensus here? Because everybody had a different answer than Evan. And Evan, his point makes sense to a certain degree. I mean, it but depends on the region too. I yeah. think if you're, I, I think you just go single file. I think you just are less obtrusive to the driver you I, so that's, that's right. what I think. I think sometimes you're unless you're in a group of forty, yeah, you know, well, then it's hard to go single file in a group of forty. But we're not riding groups of forty right now. No, but I also think it, it from a be nice to the cars and hopefully they'll be nice back perspective. I think that it, it shows that you're, you know we're we're getting over. We're trying to do our yeah. best to go single file, and I know a lot of motorists that get so angry when yeah. they're like these cyclists aren't even getting out of our way. They're going two abreast right here. You can't do that. Blah, 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 and they, they, they get cranky. Yeah. You know, it does make sense, and I have had words, like, you know, trying to educate people that, mm -hmm. you know, we can take the lane. We're that. allowed to do that. We're allowed to ride to abreast. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of from a perspective of how do we play nice with the motorist. Um, yeah. Trying to make that a single-file situation is yeah. generally, I think, the best call of action just so that they can mm -hmm. easily get around us. But when we feel that the road is unsafe or we feel that um, we need to take the lane, then we should. Yeah. And in, right. you I, make a good point. I usually, I usually ride over the right most times anyway, especially if I'm yeah. by myself. So it's, yeah, I get, I get it. But, like, I mean, God, here at the end of the day, it's like, what, it's – two seconds if that that you're wasting like i understand we need to be nice to the motorists and all that it's, but like it's some not the people, point it's the perception the motorist yeah, has but we i mean want is that to give it, the best perception is that guy that sits there and jokes about hitting cyclists and stuff like that gonna all of a sudden see us move over to the right and be like man you know what those this, cyclists aren't so bad no let's people. be reasonable yeah. that yeah. guy's a yeah, terribly terribly yeah. sad awful <laughs> mad human being who really doesn't <laughs> like his home life and likes to take it out on cyclists on the road he's gonna find a reason to hate you he's gonna lance would get over the right he'd pull over and be like that's nice never mind look at that mustache oh my god i hate cyclists that could happen be a second away from happen. appreciating you <laughs> so when it's possible we should ride yeah. single file line yeah. if it's a safety concern or a situation where the group is pretty big and we need to stay compact and do ride to a breast so a car can get around us yeah. safely then i'm just i'm just thinking legally passing with a six foot uh 
um, space. Space. Technically, time-wise, if you're two abreast, you're three-foot. My bad. Confusing that with social distancing. I'm confusing it with social distancing. (laughs) But with the 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 three-foot, I still actually think if you're really the motors and you're thinking time-wise, it actually would save you time if we were two abreast and it was clear. Yeah. Then one abreast. I get I get the idea that the car feels safer passing when it's probably one abreast. But I actually think time-wise, if you compact the group and take up about a quarter of the lane two abreast, that their time in the other lane is going to be shortened. I think Evan has a good point. Yeah. Just saying physics-wise. Yeah, I still think that motors decide yeah. to yeah. make passes, they're gonna and they're going to get pissed about it. Yeah, but it, yeah. when they're making their passes, I think that they're we're gonna if we give them a little bit more of a berth because we're single-file line and they have to go just a little bit further, I think that that might even be safer because I don't think they make mm-hmm. the best decisions as to when to pass. They just see – motors, mm-hmm. it seems like – they see cyclists must pass cyclists. Yeah. It doesn't matter where they're at and, and they won't, they won't take into consideration if they're in a neighborhood or mm-hmm. if they're right. If it's a, like a double yellow line, they're not supposed to legally pass you if you're riding yeah. two abreast yeah. um, or if that there's a corner coming up or there's yeah. something was blind. Some people are just idiots and they're like, I'm just going to pass this person and it's my yeah. world and they're just living. Well, in that's it. like on, on Columbia with all those um, speed bumps. If you guys have ever uh, been on Columbia down by the, uh, uh, yeah, down by the river the, front. Yeah, yep, and the rumble and, strips. Yeah, well, uh, the, the 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 actual yeah, speed bumps, bumps, the split speed bumps along. Yeah, that. they have split speed bumps now. Where, mm-hmm. Where's it's, this um, Columbia? Kind of yeah. in front right. of in front of uh, Tucson, uh, Tucson and Larry's. Tucson and Larry's. Yeah, and Larry's yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Now I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, if I'm if I'm doing an interval on that, and just like when when you guys were too, we're actually going faster than the cars are. Yeah, but yeah. I will every single time I do that, I'll have a car that will ride up right next to me, get to a speed bump, slow down go fly by because I get to go on the right word. I don't have to hit the yeah. speed bump. Yeah. Guy will do the same thing. Come right. It's like this like cat and mouse game where I'm like, you could just like, we're going the same speed, man. We're actually both going the speed level. Like you just hang behind me just for a second yeah. so that we can both get to who songs in time. <laughs> Got to get there to get my appetizers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tequila. Yeah. Use good judgment. All right. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Moving on. One last thing. Who mm-hmm. wants to go first? Dibs. <laughs> Matt's I always have a video. Matt, to talk. Yeah, I always have a video to talk about. Which is great. I love you, it. You have uh, to cheat on your one last thing. Yeah. What do I have to cheat on it? Because you always have like cool oh. videos to talk about. I don't well, have a I don't YouTube have, channel. It's not that cool. <laughs> uh, cool is such a strong word. This past week, I posted a video about the Wahoo Element Rome. Good video. It, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I think I made less mistakes than usual, which means I kept it under 103. Uh, <laughs> but it's a bigger cycling computer. It's Wahoo, which means it's, you know, their cycling computers tend to be very easy to use. Their interface is excellent. Um, I talked about what I liked about the computer and what I disliked about it. Go check it out on the YouTubes, which is www.youtube <laughs> slash Imlagrand. And it might not be www. It might be six V's. www.youtube slash Matt Legrand. That's not it. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> sure, it's not six V's. It's three W's. We'll go either way. We're not sure. We'll go with V's probably. Awesome. Check Matt, out the channel. Thank you, Evan. Oh, so I have decided to retire from endurance sports Smart. and pick up archery. Um, oh. After shooting a couple rubber arrows in Matt's backyard, I found out that I am incredibly talented really at archery. Good. Wow. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> it's one of the best. Very below average. I mean, and Dash is technically still my five years. Yeah, technically a little bit in better. In the in the area, I think I'm ranked fifth right now, closely behind uh, Matt's three children and a kid from across the street. So. Yeah, um, I think top five is good enough to want to retire from endurance yeah. sports and move into archery. Archery. So, yep. Updates to come next podcast. 
Yep. Uh, I'm going to break the record to getting the mail and newspaper on my e-bike every day. That's my plan for the, for the uh, week. That's what my only Wait, what's the new... What's the new um, can you Strava that, please? What's the can new you actually Strava make a thing? segment? What? Make a segment, yeah. Make a segment from the a, house to the mailbox. Because I'll go and steal that segment. I want to go and take that segment. Well, maybe there's like a... Wasn't there like a mayor? Like you're the mayor of this segment now for oh, getting the most. Oh, you're time. the local legend. Local legend. But yeah. we don't ah. have it in Oregon or Washington yet. Can we just call it the mayor? Can we call it the <laughs> we mayor? The mayor. Of the mayor, the of, mayor of that segment. The mayor of e-biking to get your mail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jake, you got any one last a- thing? I, not really. I'm just buried in work. Yeah. yeah, I've got so much work to do and. You know, if you're listening to this and you're local, you're maybe on the team or you're a friend or whatnot, and I haven't got back to you yet, don't take that personally, please. <laughs> or if you know how I'm to work on I'm doing what bikes. I can. Yeah. This, Matt and Evan were telling me about this new app, some wolf app or something like that. A wolf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. The, if you guys watch The Office, there's a... <laughs> I need that we thing. Should, we Make it real. Make it happen, We Matt. should have just rolled with it, not telling him that that was from an office episode and just... <laughs> yeah, you got to get the wolf app. No, yeah, yeah. Just get wolf. I've probably yeah. seen it, but wolf. just don't remember. Uh, so look it, it up. It's wolf. Wolf. Wolf app. If wolf. you search for that, it's uh-huh. fantastic. It's like W-O-O-F? Yeah. It's W-H-O-O-F, I think, right? I don't know. A wolf. Yeah. I mean, it's a made-up thing, so I don't know what the yeah, correct spelling is. But yeah, it's an office reference. You guys should all... Be. If you don't get it, then Ethan is we probably don't have the same sense of humor. So, yeah. <laughs> well, just to put this into perspective, um, the listener that we just talked about today, the uh, Patreon, Dove Eric. Yeah. She sent me a private message on Instagram. I didn't know that I had a private message on Instagram from her until last night. She sent this like three weeks ago. Yeah. If something like that. I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel like a you jackal. need wolf because you would have gotten a fax actually. Yeah. So <laughs> it's it's W U P H F Wolf. Right, because w- it was like the P-H-F. person that was going to buy the domain in the, and they were like, we already have a buyer lined up because she's taking all these investments for this <laughs> yeah. social media. It's like, we already have a, li- a buyer lined up and it's like Washington University, such and such, and they just wanted to buy the domain or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so good. That's funny. Watch Can you make that up? Just channel all of the messages sure. from all the different platforms, Done. from everything? Done. All right, I got time. One place? <laughs> I got spare time. I got it. Put Snappy Chat on hold for a minute and, and help us out. Ooh, was I not supposed to say that? Yeah. Nope. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all wolf now. <laughs> wolf. Uh, anyway, um, that's my one last thing. And I will get back to you eventually, I promise. So if there's not, if there was 47 bikes in here, you guys, the other day. 47. That's a lot of bikes. <laughs> that's a lot of bikes. I'm, trying, I'm trying to take one out of here. Yeah, I'm we're trying. working on it. Uh, Patreon, one last thing. Uh, if uh, Patreon can have a one last thing as well, yep. um, go to uh, .podcast.com. You'll see there on the landing page the Patreon link. If you would like to become a Patreon, just click on said link and go in there and kind of choose what works best for you. We really greatly appreciate that. We've got like, I think we're in the teens now, maybe, of Patreons. It's really nice that you guys that super are cool. supporting the podcast. We appreciate it. Really, um, it's awesome. And we're going to be doing some more uh, drawings, probably not next week, but this is going to be a regular thing because we want to give back and say thank you. And yeah. Just go there and, and sign up, and we'll be sure to integrate you into that process. Thank you to all of our patrons. Yep. And thank you to you guys for coming in for another podcast. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we'll uh, be able to have Lance join us next week. I might be remote. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. All That's plans are soft. <laughs> and thank you to everybody for listening for another week. We greatly appreciate that. We'll see you next week. Bye for now. Bye for now.